step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. opportunity to talk with everyone about the topic. We have no guests for this week. We've chosen to do that when we have one week where we just talk about the latest topic and catch you up on what Listen, Give, and Savoy are up to. So without further delay, we're going to bring on Mr. Jay Logan. Hello, Mr. Logan. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm out here, and uh, we're having some nice weather, Gail, and um, out here in California, San Francisco, and back in the Bay, not in Monterey today, and uh, everything looks sunshine. I think this is our last day of sunshine. I think it's getting ready to get cold. Well, you know, Jay, we, the weather has been really, really strange. You know, they say that we're really dealing with global warming in ways that we never have, and I would probably venture to say that is probably correct. You know, it's been it's it's been one of those things where it's really a lot that we have to deal with, you know. And um I wouldn't be surprised if the weather stayed the way it is for a while where you are and then went back to being um cold again, you know, where we are today right now. It's 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 I have to actually say for me I'm finding it fascinating with what we're dealing with in the weather, to be honest with you. 
Exactly. Uh, it's. Uh, I know we're going to have uh, the El Nino out here. Um, they're already planning for it, and uh, the weather has just been totally different. You can tell the global warming thing is really uh, taking effect. It's different than it has been in the last ten years, and um, you're starting to feel it. And I know you guys had a big, big winter. Last winter was rough for you guys out there. So um, hopefully you guys get well, a better winter this year. Well, Jay, according to what we're hearing here, um, and, you know, this gets into one of our topics, actually. According to what we're hearing here is there is going to be a cold that is sweeping um, the northeast as well as the west coast. They said one that we have never experienced ever. So that's that's a bit scary, and, and I understand, if I'm not mistaken, I also understand that um, California and Washington State is uh, the scientists have stated that there is going to be some kind of uh, earthquake that you guys could have any day. I mean, have you heard anything about this? And it has everything to do with climate. Actually, yeah, we had a um, out maybe in the rural areas, maybe about maybe 25 or 30 miles outside of um, San Francisco uh, last night. We had small quakes, uh, 2.1, 1 point something. So seems like something is bubbling under Gale. It's definitely, you know, I think it has to do with the way that we uh, we treat our planet, you know, because, you know, if you, I mean, if you, if, if you don't take care of the planet, I'm pretty sure the planet won't take care of you. So, I believe that. I believe that we're going to have some major situations here, and I hope that everybody and on our side and your side is going to be safe this coming months. Um, it's definitely different than, and I've been Jay, here for a while Jay, in I California. I have a question for you, so our audience will know. When you say a two point one, okay, um, can you share with our audience? You know, since we don't live in California, and a lot of our audiences live, you know, here and abroad and in Europe and other places. What is an earthquake? What would be the equivalent of an earthquake, let's say, in your home with a 2.1 on the 2.1 Richter scale? Well, that's like a little tremor where it might knock over um, maybe a cereal box. You know, it's not that big, but it's scary. It's not that big, but a 2.1 is a smaller, uh, a smaller earthquake. But when you start dealing with six and seven on the Richter scale. Then you have issues to where these are things that are life-threatening, that uh, if you're on the freeway, if you're on a structure that's not uh, built strong or safe or that's older, older building, it will knock it down. Especially you guys build a lot of things out of bricks, I understand, uh, over the East Coast and down in the South. A lot of buildings are built out of bricks. Well, a 6.1, if you live in a brick building, will probably, and if, you, if you're right there on that quake fault, I'm not probably knock your building, your brick building down. You heard that term, I huff and I puff and I blow your building down. And the, the right, pig right. Goes his, out of bricks. Well, that earthquake was going to huff and puff and it's going to knock that brick building down. So we don't have that many brick buildings in San Francisco due to the fact that bricks are brick and mortar. It doesn't doesn't work. Even though it works for weather and it works for you know tornadoes stuff like that, it can't work in California. Well, how so then? It, what the buildings, the foundation of the buildings in California, you know, because this is important for our audiences to know, what are they, you know, what are they, how do they base their foundations? Do they reinforce their buildings? What is it like out there, especially like where you are, where San Francisco had its largest earthquake ever that almost toppled the city in itself? Um, a lot of stuff out here, we still make things out of, uh, a lot of things are made out of a lot of steel, 
a lot of still wood, you know, because wood kind of bends. So you, you got to make things out here that move with the ground. You know, you know what I'm saying, Gail? Things that are flexible that will sway. Um, okay. Basically, you need to make stuff out of rubber. I hate to say that, but basically, the, the materials that they use are things that are flexible. You know, that will bend a little, okay. that will move, that will give way. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, one of the things that we have really been concerned about, you know, speaking of that, is that there's also the earth, the, the earthquake that they're talking about, Jay, in this case. Is supposed to be so big that it's a, it's a line, it's a fault that apparently goes from the west coast where you are straight across the east coast line. They're saying it could take out all of part of the east coast and maybe even go towards Europe. And there's an island in the middle of uh, Europe and us that a piece of the land is breaking off that's probably the size of New York State or the size of California. That once it breaks off, it can send a rippling absolutely a rippling um, situation all the way over uh, to Europe, to us, and certain parts of Asia and Africa, where it'll actually is expected to take out the entire eastern seaboard, you know, and so, you know, it's uh, it's quite scary. It's quite scary. So I'm really, you know, we're praying for everyone out there. And, you know, I started to show off with you in this way is because they've been really talking about this in the last week where San Francisco and all of California is supposed to experience this earthquake at any time and actually is supposed to start from a fault along Seattle's, uh, Seattle's uh, sea floor. Well, it's really, 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 uh, uh, this really, really uh, serious situation because when you have the earthquake, then you, then you open yourself up on the coast for tsunamis. And uh, now if the earthquake doesn't take you out, you're dealing with, like I live in the lower lower part of sea level here in San Francisco where, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of years ago, this used to all be covered with water. So the water would just come into the bay and wipe everything out. So it's kind of, it's, it's a serious thing. It's kind of like what happened over in Japan that we were dealing with. And we just hope and pray that this doesn't happen here. Um, I always said to myself, yo, well, maybe I should move to the hills, you know. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm in the lower bottom, and this is where the water is in the bay. So beautiful down here. You know, people don't want to move, and we're not afraid. We're just gonna have to, uh, I guess, you know, uh, hang in here, and hopefully uh, that doesn't happen. We don't have that uh, massive uh, catastrophe here in San Francisco. But it does it does Jay, make you think, you know. It does, and and Jay, I have a question. You know, a further question for you, since you are living in an area that's heavy with earthquakes. You know, Indonesia had their two tsunami. So are you stating that maybe that two tsunami could have come from a major earthquake beneath the sea floor that could have caused it possibly? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. So you, well, <clears throat> um, you know, that's that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, We've shared with you guys about a little bit about climate here and how it affects everyone. Um, you know, one of the things, Jay, that also is coming up is Uber. You know, really wanted to talk with you about Uber, you know, their new Uber Rush service that actually launched today. You know, that's uh, – I, I do believe this is the same Uber with the cab service. Am I, am I correct? The taxi and the cab service. They're you know, getting smarter is, and smarter, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. And and, yes. and it's concerning because, 
you know, with, you know, with, look, I, the latest thing now is to hear someone say, I'm going to call an Uber, you know, and Uber <laughs> is great, but, you know, I do wonder how it affects our, you know, the, the person who for a living sent their children or who actually makes a living to go to school as a driver. You know, they get very little money because also the dispatcher or the company that owns the fleet of cars also, that's what we're up against, you know. Um, and Uber is a very big corporation, so it's it's quite interesting. It's quite an, it's, interesting. It's, it, 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 it's, it's quite interesting because basically what maybe is going to happen, it might rival, and believe it or not, Federal, Federal Express or UPS. Um, so I was start thinking eating that away at <laughs> Yes. So that changes the economy when you when you have this company that just uses all those resources and the people. It's good for college students. It's good for people trying to make extra money. But it's bad for the big corporations that are trying to stay afloat, like Federal Express, the post office, um, uh, you know, UPS, and all the other couriers. They're they're hurting. Um, this is not good. And um, it's almost like uh, it's almost like the music industry, yeah, where. You know, you, MP3s took over. Well, now you have people, movers, taking over, and it's eating away at the taxi drivers. They're complaining out here because, they're, you know, they're not making a lot of money now, and we have a lot. You know, we experience, you know, not like you out there. You guys have a lot of people moving uh, transit situations. Like you got the train, subways, and all that stuff out there. We have BART. But um, by this new way of trans- transportating, transportation for people, it's have took a toll on the taxis. And even the bus bus companies. Yeah, and you know one of the things um, I don't know if you're familiar with Uber Military. Wow, um, no. The, yeah, so there's Uber Military, where they're guaranteeing that you know work that puts your life first. So you know they're giving them the freedom and flexibility to set your own schedule. And if you don't have a car, they'll partner auto manufacturers with you. So it's allowing people who are military to also connect with, you know, uh, being on board for, like, service members, veterans, and military spouses as partner drivers on the Uber platform. So if they want to, you know, be a driver or something like that, it's it's very interesting, you know, and it's great yeah, it, potential. It, 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 it's amazing. I mean, now that you can get uh, food brought to your door, they just linked up with uh, Shopify. Shopify, um, so that's a platform for medium-sized business to allow merchants and customers to start offering that Uber Rush thing. So now you can get your stuff, your groceries brought to you, your clothes, your shoes. Your, I mean, it's just went Uber, Uber crazy, you know. So how don't know how it's going to affect retail and, uh, and even and, the prices, you know. Exactly, and you know, um, you know, you're, you're speaking of retail. That's scary because how Uber works is that they charge a ten dollar fee for drivers, okay? And um, it's it's quite interesting. They charge a ten dollar fee for drivers, and they pay them uh, by check and via direct deposit. And uh, so that's it's just very interesting. I had a question. Yeah, what, is the safe, what is the safety thing with Uber? I mean, how do you know? How do you know if you, you know, this is a safe ride, or people coming to your house delivering things in your neighborhood? Now, how do you know if these people are safe or not? I mean, there's, there's no there's, there's no there's checks and balances. Of, 
Exactly. Right. Well, yeah, and, but then again, we may not know. They may have those integrated into their system to do uh, various background checks. You know, I will say that the, the drivers that Uber sends have been actually really good, you know. Um, it's just, it's, it's a little concerning. It's just a, a really a little concerning, you know. Um, we'll, we'll leave it like that. And then, um, well, you know. <clears throat> I'm just wondering, like when I, when I, you know, I don't want to say any pizza pizza name on on the air, but you know these pizza places that deliver pizzas. Could you imagine if the, they were just using Uber Uber drivers to deliver their pizzas now because laying on laying off all their employees because it's cheaper to get. Uh... <laughs> well, but you know that that would be a, that would be a breakdown because you know what they would still lose money because you'd have to pay per car. You see what I'm saying? You, okay. I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but you'd have to pay per car. You know, uh, it's interesting. It's really interesting. R- very interesting, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see. It's almost like if you, if you, I don't know. I, it, you know, usually I have an opinion, and um, I don't know. I really don't know. It's. It's going to be quite interesting. It's going to be. That's all I can say. I really, I, I really, um, I don't know. I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this online uh, and publicly. I really don't know, Jay, to answer that one. You know, so that's, that's all I can say. And you know, speaking of that, going into, uh, we really want to talk about. This other, I can't wait to talk about this other uh, thing that you have, okay? Um, that you speak about with regard to the schools and the eighty-one million dollar project. Um, I really want to get into that. That if we can go into that, Jay, is that okay with you? Oh yes, wonderful. Um, it's like a lot of schools, you know, you know, trying to live in this new technology world, and you know, we don't. We still have old computers in the school, old technologies, you know, stuff doesn't work like it used to work before. And just to give our whole uh, country a computer, uh, oh, we're supposed to be the most technically advanced country, but in the schools, we don't have, we don't have the computers, we don't have the hardware there, we don't have the teachers there. So in your state, um, they have a proposal where they want to put $81 million Worth of computer science projects in the New York State, which is great. Um, but right now, we it's kind of a kind of hard because the teachers aren't trained. So basically, what they're trying to do is uh, they plan where teachers they can offer the teachers uh, training uh, and um, help advance the teachers in technology in the classroom to and to equip uh, students with essential skills because this new world that we're going into is going to be more technical and also more robotic. So if the, if the kids that are coming out, the kids in 2030 and 2035 that are being educated now aren't ready for this new world, uh, it's going to be America will not uh, be able to survive. So we definitely need to get on top of computer science. And, uh, I mean, everything used to be ABCs and, and math and, and, you know, algebra and all that stuff. But it's very important that we train our youth 
now to compete with China, to compete with all these other countries. They're now getting into robotics, now getting into different types of forms of technology, medicines. And, and um, so we must um, fund, fund uh, our states to keep these kids up. And so it's very interesting that New York, New York, um, one of the guys there, um, mayor, the mayor, it's uh, trying to get this funded for all the public schools and that uh, we're required to have computer science classes by 2025. Uh, so important. Um, we're, you know, we're, a lot of people don't, yeah. A lot of people don't realize, you know, when we used to watch the Jetsons, we are in that era to where we are now have to accept that uh, everything's automated and robotic. Well, Jay, I think, you know, this is where you and I sometimes disagree. I don't think we're in that era. As a matter of fact, um, I've been talking to a lot of people, and human beings, the one thing about us is that we evolve, but we have to evolve at our own pace, okay? And I'm finding a lot of people are kind of starting to back up from the technology. We have Oculus, amazing. But if Oculus is used for the long, uh, the wrong reasons, it can have you addicted to video games, porn, and everything else. Um, so it, it's, it's, the technology is there, but people are moving away from it because people don't want to be controlled. And that is, is something that's, that's where I think we, you and I will agree to disagree. That's what we love about our show is that Jay and I have similar um, we agree on a lot, and sometimes we don't, and that, and then that allows him and I to learn from each other, but also to share with the audience so that you get both perspectives. And then sometimes, you know, Jay, after we listen to each other's perspectives, we both end up going each other's way. Like I'll say, but Jay, it's really a computerized, kind of, you know, place now. And you're like, but no, we're doing this, you know. So it's really great because we get to have those opportunities to listen to each other. Um, you know, and, and on this note, Jay, I, you may agree or not agree with what I'm about to say. Um, there's a commercial out just about what we're talking about, which is called A Tale of Two Boys. And it's a, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a, um, a, a national commercial, but it's definitely a local one here. And it talks about a tale of two boys. One boy will be in a better neighborhood. Um, he's Caucasian. And one boy is African-American. And because they live, one is going to public school and one is going to another school, and they almost show them, which is really um, profound, walking by each other with their parents in a, a, you know, downtown in Manhattan in a particular neighborhood. And what happens is they're saying that this, this little boy is very happy because he's got a mom and dad, he's getting a great, you know, education, while the African-American young man may not be in the best school or, you know, something like that. And it was so powerful to see this because it's like they're in the same street, parallel, but they're passing each other. And a lot, and, and um, Mayor de Blasio, this was pointed at Mayor de Blasio, and it's almost like, you know, he's not giving enough attention. Well, the thing is that these are our, this, this is a, a fact of life that, whether you're Caucasian or African-American, if you live in a certain neighborhood, you may not have access. I mean, they're, they're looking at it in a black, black and white situation. But if you go in middle America, there are Caucasian kids. There are black kids. There are Asian kids. There are a lot of kids that don't have access to schools because of their economic situation, okay? And I wanted to know your thoughts on that because I was just like, wow, this commercial really shows two boys who they feel will have two different 
upbringings, two different things, and, and they will have two different upbringings because as the commercial shows, it, if you're living in a different neighborhood, that one is more upwardly, you know, because the parents can afford it and other ones not, there's a concern about that. What are your thoughts on that? And that's right here in New York. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's amazing. You could live uh, three four blocks away in in a different neighborhood that is not as well off as the neighborhood next to you, and you'll get a different educational uh, <clears throat> situation because of the fact that your parents aren't there all the time. Most of the time, the parents both have to have two jobs, and they can't sit there and stay on top of things because they need that income. Um, well, the upper class family, um, they're more at home because, you, you know, I know even with Jelena, you know, now that I'm not on tour, it's better. It's better that one parent is home, one parent is, you know, you know, even if it's just a school lunch, you have to run up there and bring a school lunch to your your, your son or your daughter. That little that little gesture helps the kid learn better because now they, they feel that their parent cares and they feel like they more have to be more responsible because they know, oh, my, my father or my mom is bringing this lunch up to me and you know, I can I I, I better do my work now. Um, they're serious about me. They're paying attention to me. So, the point is that yes, if you don't have the economical economical a family that has a lot, a lot of money to be able to to support your education, you're gonna fall by the wayside. It's, there's some there's some kids that are special, and they can deal without the resources. But then some kids need that extra attention and extra funding and extra things that is necessary to, to keep their self-esteem up. So you're, you're perfectly right. And in the Midwest, you're not as uh, – things are laid back, and they still do things the old way, which I don't agree I, – I do agree with doing things the old way too. You know, There's nothing wrong with teaching the old way. But when those kids are exposed to some of the kids in the – city in the urban areas, they can't keep up a lot of times because things are going so fast in New York and in Los Angeles. These people, they move faster. And so, yeah, yeah I really think that it really matters where you grow up as far as your education. I totally agree. If you grew up in Kansas, you're going to get a different education than if you grew up in New York or if you grew up in San Francisco. Um, this is what I, when we were talking about um, the core system, and how, you know, now everything, they want one test for the whole country. Well, how can that work? Even if well, they it did work, <laughs> and it actually can't work, Jay. And now that's why all of a sudden the people that were for it are now the people who are not for it. It's, it's quite interesting, you know. And so it's, um, it's, this is going to be a very interesting, and I do mean very, very interesting uh, time. Very interesting time, very very interesting time. So um, I look I look forward to it. I look forward to a lot of things and seeing what life is definitely going to bring. Um, it's it's you know I watched this commercial. We're going to put it on our our websites with Savoy on our Facebook pages for Savoy and Listen Give, and you will find all the information that Jay and I talk about from um, moving forward from this week, you're going to find it on our Facebook pages. And so um, we look forward to you looking at that, which is facebook.com uh, forward slash Savoy, S-A-V-O-Y, or uh, facebook.com forward slash listen give. Um, because a lot of times Jay and I want to speak more, but, you know, we don't have the opportunity because of our guests and so forth. 
You know, Jay, another thing, you know, um, I had the opportunity, you know, you and I are always in conferences. And one of the things that I've been looking at is the fact that the music industry, it, it, it almost feels like, Jay, that the music industry is so dead, you know? Um, you know, mm-hmm. you have it, – it's it's really concern, concerning. Um, you have it here. You know, we, we choose our news for the day, and Jay chose the news for this week. And, you know, the streaming is the future of music. That is now the accepted wisdom. But, you know, but if that is the case, the music industry is never going to be worth a lot because paying for streaming services is is much more of a minority activity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So – you shared this article with us about British uh, business plans to use simple hardware and software to change that. An electric jukebox, you know, one that would plug the back of your television, comes with a voice-activated control and a year's access to all the music you could possibly want. Now, again, you know, Jay, you can go into this a little bit more with us, but, you know, that kind of sounds like, hmm, we're kind of back to where we were, you know, because it's... <laughs> Okay, now we can plug it in. But what does that say for the music artist? You know what I mean? So the music artist now almost has, you have a family. You're touring, okay? That, you know, this goes deeper than just I'm playing my music and I'm touring. An artist tours anyway, you know what I mean? But what life is that on the road and don't have to, you know, it used to be that an artist had a choice. They had a choice. To, to tour and still sell records and do well. You know what I mean? So when they tour, right. they were touring because they really wanted to tour. They wanted to connect and they could go home and be with their families. Now you're putting an artist in a position that they have, you know, to do all this social media. They've got to tour. If they don't tour, they're not generating the income. It's forcing uh, producers to have to charge more money because of the fact that, you know, uh, per per sale is not enough to Support a producer. You have to if you're not touring, you ha- you you have to get the next record ready, or you have to, you know, we're sitting there and we're doing the uh, what do you call that, Jay? The uh, the rehearsing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. how does one spend time? You know, you just said it. You're spending time with Jelena right now, but you're going to be off on tour again. Yes, it's uh, it's it's a it's a. Now what you said earlier, yeah. It's a deadening music industry um, because, you know, so many ways to get music for free and, you know, stream it. Um, I don't know what we're going to do, you know, about that. You know, you have to go on tour and you have to play live now. I mean, I mean, you know, Will Smith, you know, the great, he's going back on tour. He's cutting the way out. Will Smith now, he hasn't been doing good in the movie business that well. Like he usually, he used to be Mr. Summer. He's not Mr. Summer anymore. So now he's cutting this new album. Yeah, he went back and got DJ, DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff. They're going on tour next year. Will Smith, now come on. So now that means, is, that's telling me that if Will Smith is going on tour, then you're going to start seeing all these other people. And what's sad about this, now the ticket prices are more, because since you're not selling CDs or any physical type of record, I have to charge my audience more. So I have to get the money out somewhere else. So I'm going to get the money because I'm going to, my ticket prices are going to be twice of what they used to be. Janet Jackson's ticket prices are more than what they should be because they're not making that money from record sales or downloads. 
Download Do you the know what Janet streaming. Jackson's prices are? Do you know what Janet Jackson's prices uh, are? Do you can I tell you what they are? They are yes, I love a thousand dollars. Some of them are a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. Beyonce's front row seats were a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. Not one dollar, not two dollars, a thousand dollars. So I think that, you know, it's getting to a point of no return. Right. Accessibility, technology has, accessibility wasn't good because technology has made everything accessible, easier, and you can just manipulate the whole thing and, and it takes the money away from artists, not just musical artists, you know, artists that paint, painters, and uh, any type of creativity the, the internet has taken a chunk out of. Um, so I won't even, I won't even say it's, I think I think we can use the internet to our advantage. I won't say it's the internet, but I will say it's what has been created. Okay. Um, okay. It, it's. I you know Jay I, you know I usually have something to say and it's uh, wow I I don't I'm just at a loss today. I'm at a loss today. Yeah. I'm at I'm at. Go on. I'm at, yeah. at I'm at a loss. It's uh, it the the industry. I mean, there are so many solutions to it, but that's not the direction people are going. So it, you know, we just have to accept that. That's just not the direction people are going. Right. Um, this jukebox thing, Gail. If you, you know, it's like having your own jukebox from A and W Root Beer. You used to put the quarter in. It's basically having this in the, in the palm of your hand, but it's two hundred and twenty nine dollars. People, you know, people want to pay two hundred twenty nine dollars to have a jukebox connected to their TV when they can get it free or listen to it on YouTube. Well, wait a minute, but here's the funny it, thing: a TV. Can, can you really hear that though? A TV. Right. A TV. You know, people are not watching TV anymore. That might be a way of getting people back to the TV, but a TV. I mean, even when I heard TV, I was like, okay, this could be good, you know, but it's it's quite interesting. It's it's just quite right. interesting. That, that's, uh, that's all I can say. It's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. Well, this electric jukebox takes on Spotify. So we'll see what happens with this electric jukebox. <laughs> So that's all I can say. Well, you know, this is this was our day today. Thank you, audience, for tuning in with us, and we're going to have some great guests moving forward. But it was the opportunity for, you know, us to really just have conversation about what's going on with the world today. I mean, we've gone from music to education to the climate, um, uh, you know, segregation in schools that's starting again. You know, this is there's a lot in the world that's happening. So, Jay, as always, thank you for, you know, our partner and uh, partnerization, and it's time to rock and move it forward. All right. All right. And have a great day out there, Gail. We'll be looking forward to next week. You've got it. Thank you so much, and um, we look forward as well. Have a great day.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.